Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony Chansamuth, the show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now over to Anthony. Hey, hey, welcome to Authentic Influence Live. This is Anthony Chansmoo from Simple Creative Marketing. Uh, today, we are talking about how to build a million-dollar coaching funnel or a million-dollar funnel as a coach or consultant. And uh, there's no better person to really talk about this than my man, my brother, Taki Moore, who is uh, from milliondollarcoach.com. Uh, Taki is... Uh, the author of a book also named Million Dollar Coach and creator of the world's number one marketing system for coaches and consultants. All right. So uh, he's got also got one of the most highly engaged Facebook communities I've ever seen. Uh, so we may delve a bit into that and, and how he makes that tick. Um, but uh, without further ado, let's bring in Taki. Hello, Taki. Hey, look at this. <laughs> Magic. Dude, thank you. I'm not, I'm not good at naming stuff. So once I've, like we used to, we, Company's called Million Dollar Coach. Million Dollar Coach, the book. MillionDollarCoach.com, the website. Uh, a lot of Million Dollar Coach going on around here. Just it's easy. <laughs> so it does what it says on the tin. Absolutely. And I think at some point you're going to get to, you're going to have to change that to Billion Dollar Coach. Um, no, I think we're a long way away. We're a long way away from that. It would be great. <laughs> awesome. Now, I just recently learned that you moved to Noosa. Is that correct? Is that where you are? It's where I am. It's sort of true. Okay. We, uh, so we've got a house in Sydney in Manly and we've got a house. We just bought a house up here. So we're kind of floating between the two for a bit. Uh, we're on the Noosa River, on the Noosa. I don't know how well you know Noosa, but I'm on the North Shore on the, um, the wild side. And uh, we're loving it. I've become a boat guy. And uh, <laughs> yeah, and getting my four-wheel drive bogged in all of the fun stuff that you can do when you live in paradise. It's good. That, that's brilliant, man. Like, I, yeah, a beautiful part of the neck of the woods. Uh, I've been there. My wife yeah. and I went there for a wedding a few years ago. Um, and it's, uh, and I also know your good friend and my good friend, James Tramco, is up there. Um, Tramco's just moved up too. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so I'm like, is this, this is like a you know, bro thing happening? Like, what's going on, man? Um, yeah, I don't know what happened. He was, I think he was just getting a bit over the whole quarantine thing and, and kind yeah. of jumped ship. <laughs> there you go. Well, uh, Fantastic. Now, you typically do a lot of business in Australia. You're coaching a lot of clients here. You also got a lot of clients in the US. Um, and yeah, so probably imagine... 70% of our clients are overseas right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, it started here in Australia. But, you know, if you're good in Australia, you can be good anywhere. Um, and, uh, yeah, now we're in a, a really good spot. We're lucky enough to have hundreds of clients all around the world uh, kind of all jamming together and help each other out and sharing their wins and their lessons and, you know, celebrating when it's great and, help each other out when it's not, it's good. Wicked, wicked. And what was the pandemic like for you? Because I know you, pre-pandemic, there were a lot of let's do events in town and these sort of things. You were flying yeah. to the States every couple of months, whatever. And then mm. shifting into a completely sort of virtual model, I guess. Um, and yeah. Can you tell us a bit about that experience and what did you learn throughout that process? Yeah. So uh, personally, it was really hard because we love travel as a family. Um and community-wise, like, uh, I haven't seen our clients face-to-face -face in a couple of years. We've actually got our first group of 30 clients coming here to the Noosa House next in 10 days, uh, next weekend. Um, nice. I'm pumped about that. Yeah, so stoked. Um, 
So, yeah, emotionally it was hard. Business-wise, it was amazing. Uh, we were sort of, I guess, really lucky. We had, a we had because um, we used to do, like you said, three conferences a year and we'd basically double up. So we'd do the same conference in Australia and then the States and then Australia and the States in like March, July, November. We did our March event two years ago in Melbourne and two weeks later, we're supposed to run it in LA and, you know, Trump shut the, the border to Europe and, and um, Tom Hanks got coronavirus and Tom Hanks is the national treasure. So we didn't want to, <laughs> you know, it's like, oh man, Tom Hanks. I remember that. Um, yeah. So we had to, yeah, we had to cancel the, cancel the event, which basically gave us four days uh, to, you know, pivot or whatever the it was a cool word then now it's like super overused um the whole event to online which meant two things number one we had to get really good at at how to do a workshop online training bits are easy but a lot of the magic in the workshop you know in person happens at lunches and dinners and when you're out paddleboarding together or doing yoga or or you know out on a walk uh in the hallways and stuff so like we had we had four days to figure out how to do that and obviously we needed all new content because the word was like in a tailspin we're just really lucky to be honest because um, I think, you know, a lot of what we, you know, we pulled on some really smart friends and a lot of what we put together and, and gave to our clients as like the navigational path through was bang on the money, probably not all of it, but 95%. But we were just mm -hmm. lucky that we did it early. And because we did it early, like right at the cusp, all of our clients before the world started to go to, to go to shit, yeah. had a, had a really clear plan to follow, um, and I think that, like, honestly, if, it, if, if our event had been two months later, you know, we probably would have been hit a little bit harder, but we were just super lucky and we managed to get everyone through it kind of in flying colors. Business is like, it's, it's grown like gangbusters in the last two years. We're like stoked. So what, what have you found have been, see, when I hear about virtual events and obviously, I mean, you were doing it, but everyone and their dog was doing it at that time. Um, yeah. And a lot of businesses failed with it because they couldn't work out how to actually keep people engaged when they're online, uh, you know, because yeah. you could literally click off and out of there. Um, yeah. You know, when you're in a room, it's a bit different because people don't want to be rude and, and, and you can interact in different ways, right? So what yeah. kind of insights, yeah, what do, you, what do you reckon what works well for keeping people engaged when they're on a, online like that? Well, I think, um, like, this is going to sound kind of trite, but the truth is that, a lot of people sit through boring in-person presentations and, you know, if you had your choice between a boring in-person and, and a cool in-person, you choose the cool one. And what do the cool ones do? Well, they, they ask you questions. They get you like into breakout discussions. There's lots of breaks. Um, so we, basically everything that worked in the real world, we, we put into our normal events. So we run, uh, you know, we went from doing a two-day, you know, nine to five, like eight-hour job to three half days. We found like a four-hour, for us anyway, four hours is good. I could do four hours of anything. Uh, and it also meant that it was accessible to people from all sorts of all parts of the world. Um, we end up actually running it in the morning for Aussies and Americans and Kiwis, and then the evening for people in Asia, Europe, and, and the UK. Um, but so we found like three, like spreading it out over a couple of days, three hour sessions has been good for us. Um, and then a mix of different styles of sessions. So there are um, like there's some practical kind of hands-on workshop uh, planning sessions. There's maybe, I'm just making stuff up, but let's say there's a guest speaker. We have sensei sessions mm -hmm. where clients come up and each, each share a 10 minute talk and then have four breakouts where you can choose which one you want to go to. Um, mastermind sessions with breakouts. So it just means being really clever and creative about the formats of the sessions, not just like varying what you talk about, but changing how you work on, even if the topic's the same, which sometimes it is, mostly it's not, but even the topic's the same, how do we look at it through a different kind of experiential lens? 
and they're, they're being super exciting and engaging. I think um, I can't, like I can't wait to get back to in person, um, at least some of it. But I don't want to lose the lessons from the last two years because it's been like it. The fact that hundreds of people from the world can click a button and all be in the same room together is amazing. Like I, it blows my mind. It's like teleporting. It's futuristic. Yeah, man. I was going to say Star Trek. <laughs> like, yeah, it's like well, Star Trek. Yeah. 100%. All right. So let's talk through, you know, sort of our listeners are in the B2B space. They're, they're yeah. looking at, okay, we, you know, um, all kinds of different lead gen activities and whatnot. And some are doing podcasting. Some are getting into webinars or getting out of webinars. Um, what's, hmm. as, you know, right now we're in February 2022, what's working you know, for you, for your clients? How do we build out? a million dollar funnel, um, what does that look like? Yeah, so um, I've got a couple of things that I'm gonna attempt to share on my iPad. I'm gonna click one button, if it works, great. If it doesn't, I'll just talk it through, but I think it'll work. Sure. It worked, yep. isn't that? I love it when it works, how good is that? <laughs> okay. Okay, so this is like, um, this is built for a coaching or a consulting business. Obviously, people here, I'm sure watching or listening have different models. Um, but I just want to kind of talk through a bit of an overview of what the jigsaw look, the puzzle looks like when it's finished. Um, like a one minute overview of the whole thing. And then there's three things I think worth talking about for us today. Is that cool? Awesome. All right. Um, I know one of them's highlighted this cause I just stole it out of a workshop where I taught that thing. And I think it'd be really useful for, for us when we talk about Facebook groups and, and content. Um, Okay, so what we've got along the top is we've got attract, how we get leads, convert, how we convert them into clients, and deliver, how we deliver results at scale. Um, some of these will be more relevant for, you know, some watches, listeners than others. So um, on the deliver side of things, this, this bit over here, our clients are either selling a hero program, like a, a, short, a short program with a specific outcome and a, and a short time period, or a monthly recurring revenue kind of ongoing subscription type model, right? Yep. So... That's, that's good to know, but we're here to talk about marketing. Uh, how do we get those clients? Well, we're going to sell them in one of two ways. We're either going to sell by chat uh, using um, thumbs, uh, Instagram direct messages, Facebook messages, SMS, WhatsApp. Uh, we also use a lot of kind of conversational email and LinkedIn conversations, but just think anything that's a conversation, not using your mouth, but using your thumbs or your fingers. Mm. Um, really good for selling uh, entry-level programs, you know, sort of sub 2k uh really good for booking calls for more expensive stuff and like i mean i got off a, a call with a client today jerisha who hasn't done a sales call for eight months and they're selling like a fifteen thousand dollar program all through thumbs nice so kind of cool yeah um yeah. so sell by chat or the appointment engine which is really about how do we get people into a into a phone call so that like if you just think we're going to sell people into something little or something big we're going to sell it by yeah by a chat or buy a, a call. That kind of makes sense so far? Yeah, it does. I had a question around just, you talked about um, your, your client there. Uh, yeah. Is there a max? Is there, is there a point or, or a sort of level where it, it, chat isn't as effective and you're better off moving it to let's jump on a call or let's do some other way of it's, having Yeah, it's a really interesting question. Um, I mean, I used to think so, but I've just been really shocked. Um, one of our, one of our clients has four salespeople in a chat team and four salespeople in a phone call team. The chat team sells like a $4,000 deal and the phone team sells a $28,000, like over the course of a year deal. 
And the phone sales team keeps getting really upset because the chat team keeps selling the little, the big thing by their thumbs. I've got a client who uh, invests in and sells companies and they did a, I mean, this is going to sound ridiculous. You know, if I didn't know him, I would think um, they did a million dollar deal over Instagram DMs. Um, it's just, I just think it's efficient. People like it. Um, I used to think it was just for little stuff, but I just don't believe that anymore. I've just seen it. I've been proven wrong too many times, so I've got to eat my words. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so sell by chat's amazing. And if somebody wants to learn more about it, they can just um, you just Google my name, Taki Moore, and sell by chat. You'll find some training that we did about it. Um, I reckon for the purpose of this, we're talking about B2B lead generation, marketing, and funnels. Um, this piece here is really the funnel piece. This is like the, where do we take people to and what's the sales process look like? But the thing that we've been working on really hard for the last you know, nine months or so has been, how do we simplify the, the marketing, the lead generation piece? And so we've got it down to, to three things under a track. We've got, uh, what do we do every day? What do we do each week? And what's one thing we can do each month? And uh, I reckon this would be worth diving into. So uh, is this, you cool if I just riff for a little bit or? Like yeah, man, go for it. Yeah, I, I'm right. I'm yeah. taking notes, man. Like, this is good. <laughs> All right. So uh, first up, what do you do every day? Well, you need to get new people into your world. Uh, you can definitely do it organic. You can definitely do it with partnerships and joint ventures and referrals. But the, honestly, the easiest way to get new people into your world is if you've got a really simple lead generation campaign um, that just gets people into email, Facebook group, I think we're in good shape. So we call it the 100 lead bundle. I got the idea from my friend, Dean Jackson, um, who talked about what's the value of 100 leads? Like if you only had 100 leads for the rest of the year, yeah, how would you treat them? You treat them kind of different and probably better than you wouldn't call them your list or your database or, you know, the herd, like some people talk yeah. about. Yeah. Um, if you had 100 leads, you would set up a system to really, you know, work out who's a now buyer, who's a future buyer, give the now buyers what they need to be able to move forwards and give the future buyers enough, you know, education, motivation, nurture to be able to you know, come to you when they're ready. So the 100 lead bundle is a really simple Facebook lead ad offering, um, you know, so there's an ad offering a lead magnet, you know, a cool free thing, a PDF or a book of some sort. Uh, it doesn't have to be a book book, but just like some, some kind of useful guide. And then uh, because it's a, a Facebook lead ad, it's most of the time that's how we start. Um, Facebook already knows their name and email address. It keeps them inside Facebook. And then on the, on the next page, we can just take them to wherever we want to go, whether that's to your, to your group or it's to you know, some kind of thank you page. But the nice thing about this is we're spending between $2 and $5 per, per lead, which is something that almost any business person could do. You could start with like 25 bucks a day and then just grow it as it starts to work for you. But the whole goal is like, if we can get 100 leads in for between 200 bucks and 500 bucks, and we've got a good system for knowing what to do with them, we're, we're probably in good shape. Is this making sense so far? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so 100 lead bundle, we run that every day. We just get new people into our world. And so, um, uh, you know, our Facebook group grows every single day because we're running this little campaign. Um, so that's pretty set and forget. Uh, you know, you want to check your stats maybe once a week or so and, and just make sure and maybe change the, the images or whatever, but that, that just kind of runs. This is the magic. It's the, um, the simplest, most elegant thing I've ever, well, certainly that I've created, but that I've ever seen for getting, you know, the people in your world 
you know, into whatever's next. And so mm. it's, a, it's a content plan uh, for social media and we use it literally everywhere. So uh, email and Facebook group for us predominantly. Uh, we've got clients who run it on Instagram, clients who run it on TikTok, uh, TikTok, TikTok. Uh, people who, <laughs> who use it on YouTube, people, I don't do LinkedIn very much, but people use it on LinkedIn with amazing effects. Um, it's really simple. And uh, its job, frankly, is to, you know, is to warm people up and have every week people putting up their hands saying, I sort of want to get some help. So I'm happy to go into as much detail as you like. The big idea is that it's a weekly content plan. So every week has the same sort of structure, but the, the topic is different. So for example, you might talk about ads for a week uh, and run the, you know, run the, the little campaign. Uh, you might talk about case studies next week, but the, the structure is the same, but the, you know, the words are different because the, the theme's different. And it just, it's a mixture of uh, belief shifting. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me just show you, dude, because it's, it's going to be easier. One sec. Let, cool. me, let me show you. Yeah, let me show you. Uh, it's, I'm going to show you a page that's messy. I'll make it clean. I just, like, we don't have to go into all the deets, but I think it'll be helpful. So uh, let me see if I can clear a page a little bit. No, it won't let me clear a page. Yes, it will. Here we go. All right, so here's the big idea. Uh, every week we pick a theme, like the triage call or like case studies or like running ads or pricing or whatever the topic is, right? And every, yeah. everyone watching this has got different topics. And then each week follows a really simple kind of pattern. Uh, on Monday, we shift people's beliefs. You know, a lot of people believe this. That's why they struggle. Instead, if you believe that, this is what happens. Instead, think about it like this. And we're just kind of helping people think about a topic differently. Um, on Tuesday, we raise their hands. We say, hey, I've got this cool free thing that'll help you with you know, whatever the topic is of the week. Would you like a copy? People will raise their hands. You've seen a lot of this in our Facebook group. You know, hundreds of people commenting saying, yeah, I'd like the cool free thing, please, because everyone loves to collect cool stuff. And mm -hmm. uh, it's like one more piece they can add to their arsenal. So it's just getting people to raise their hands. Wednesday, we show proof. And I know you're a big case study guy. This is a really simple uh, email or, or social post telling a client story. And there's obviously a structure for it that, that really works. It's very simple. But the whole idea is that on Wednesdays, we go, hey, when it comes to this topic, let me tell you a story about someone just like you who did this cool thing. Thursday, live video. It's Thursday today. I'm late for my live video. So uh, I need to shoot my video. Um, <laughs> uh, Friday. Wait, wait I'm not the reason for that, is it? <laughs> No, 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 it's, it's all me, dude. I would never blame you for such a thing. It's meant to be done all this morning and we just had one of those days. Um, we, uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a big day. Um, on Friday, there's a call to action. And then on Sunday, we just say, hey, you know that video I did on Thursday? Would you like a copy? And so we just kind of offer people the, the replay of that thing. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I've seen that in action. And anyone listening to this, if you want to see it in action, join Taki's group uh, and, and you'll see it. Like it's a machine. Like you just do that consistently. Yeah, every single week. And what I love about it is um, a year ago, like our marketing was really good and it was working really well, but I wasn't proud of it. And I wasn't proud of it because it felt like it, it, it took more than it, it didn't take more than it gave, but it didn't give as much as I wanted. I think is mm. how I feel about it. So what I love about this is four days a week, like there's a, uh, think about it like this, like a, uh, a really useful kind of, hey, don't think about it like this, think about it like this. Number, uh, then there's a, a giveaway, like a resource, a workbook, just like some of the yep. stuff I give to my clients, we give away for free. Um, 
On Wednesday, there's a story of someone who's done a good job and you can learn lessons from that. And then on Thursday, there's a 15 minute training each week around the topic. So it just feels really good. It feels really generous. And because each week there are three or four opportunities for people to say, hey, I'd like to get the cool free thing or I wanna watch your video or tell me how that works. Then people are just raising their hands and, and conversions happen in conversations. Magical. I'm a, I'm a little bit stoked about it, to be honest. It's <laughs> Yeah, one of our clients, Martha, um, just joined Black Belt. She implemented it this week. She's got 900 hand raises on her first Tuesday post. And she's like, oh, my goodness, I'm madly in love with this thing. And also, I need help. There's too many leads. Um, what a problem to have, Martha. It's <laughs> a, a good problem to have. Exactly right. She's a good person. Um, hey, so the, I think the last piece of this process um, is just if we do that each each week, then once a month, I think there's an opportunity for a you know, million dollar workshop or a, um, a hands-on workshop that gives a ton of value and lets the people who are kind of ready right now, it's like, you know, um, if you've got an apple orchard, I'm clearly not a farmer because this isn't how it actually works, but if there's an apple orchard, you can just bump a tree and see which fruit is ripe and look after them. So once a month, I think the idea of running a, a workshop around your topic that's generous, that gets people started in the direction and, and shows people kind of if they want to collaborate and do more stuff together, how to do that. I think that's the, the third piece. So every day, 100 lead bundle, every week, the weekly client machine and, and every month, uh, a workshop. Oh, Anthony, your line is muted. I can't hear you. I don't know if it's just oh, me. Yeah, right, yep, just me. Yeah, so I, I, what I was coming to my mind was, you know, people watching this or listening to this and they're going, oh, man, like how far in advance do I need to plan this? Um, and really, if, if... Oh, it's a I great mean, question. Yeah. Well, how do you take... We, um, Maybe they're yeah, going through overwhelm and they're going, Taki, where do I start with this? Yeah, so, I mean, obviously that's a lot and you're seeing a, a pretty mature system and we're on like version seven of it, you know. Uh, we break stuff all the time. You know, first time we did it, we had so many comments that then my chat team was starting to message people and then Facebook was like, no, you've started too many conversations with people who you haven't talked to before. That seems a bit suspicious and they'd shut us down or they'd block us from commenting. So now we're on like version seven. It's very kind of scalable. Uh, when we work on it with clients, what we do is if we go back to that, um, this page that I had before here, what we like to do is we plan out... Um, we pick four topics for the four weeks of the next month. We pick the, you know, the, we bullet out the ideas for each one of these things. It usually takes us about 45 minutes, maybe an hour. Yeah, so we, we pick the four topics, that's step one. Then we bullet them out, that's probably 15 or 20 minutes. And then we actually write the first week together. Mm. So the shift beliefs post has a structure. The hand raiser is really simple. The case study email, you know, has a structure. Um, and so it takes us, yeah, you know, like it'll take, like I'm good at it because I've done it for a while now. It might take you an hour or two to plan out the first few weeks, but don't worry about, you don't have to be months ahead. Uh, our goal internally for us is to be two to three months ahead. And that's just because yeah. there's other people doing some of the writing and stuff. But a lot of our clients are like a week ahead the good ones are like two weeks ahead and there's like a couple of people I'm sure who are further ahead than that, but most people aren't as far ahead as everyone else thinks they are. Really cool. Uh, I wanted to talk a little bit, a little bit about case uh, selling by chat because, or sell by chat, because mm. I think um, what I've observed uh, is 
that's something where a lot of coaches or consultants can get caught up on because they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so used to getting someone on the call. What if they have questions? I can respond to them right away. Uh, yep. You know, and now to shift, I think there's a bit of a mindset shift here required to go into, okay, we're going to do the, the, the messaging here. Um, so what, what, yeah. what makes well, I think that the first work? thing to say is yeah. you don't have to. It's completely okay to, sell, to be on the phone. Right. It's totally fine. Um, the only tricky parts about being on the phone is if the thing isn't super expensive, it's often more efficient to do it by chat. If you're like some of our clients are single parents with kids at home, and this is something you can just pick up whenever you're, like you don't have to like have five hours on an uninterrupted time to like do, for, to do sales calls. And some people just hate sales calls. So I, I don't want anyone to feel like you have to. We've got options. We can sell it on a chat or we can sell it on a call. And I'm cool with whatever you choose. Like I, does that make sense? It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It just whatever makes you happy. That's what you should do. Yeah. Go, go with what works for you. Um, yeah. What, what are the keys to selling my chat? Because I, I've seen, like I get messages from you. You're using a chat bot um, mm. or a messenger chat um, system. Yeah. And I've also yeah. had messages coming from your team members uh, and they kind yeah. of take me through a process. So what, can you talk through, yeah, just how you were able to shift from being Taki doing all the messaging to then having team members doing the messaging? Yeah. Um, so this is one of those, like when you're getting started, you should totally just do it as yourself. Um, and then things break at scale, don't they? That's the problem. So I was messaging. I had my, uh, my best friend's daughter Ainsley to take over for me because it was just getting a lot. It was like hundreds of messages a day. And then uh, we started with a Facebook uh, page, you know, a page called Taki More um, and chatting with that because we thought that people would feel more comfortable talking to a page that had a person's name and a person's face rather than million dollar coach sent you a message, which is kind of <laughs> weird. Um, yeah. And like, I think in, if you think about how you start and what's sustainable. So I think you start on your own because it's like on your own personal profile because you can connect with people and it's easy and it's scalable and, it, and like it's easy and it's on your phone and it's, it's just where you start. I've got lots of clients who still do that. I had a couple of clients who felt two things. Um, some people felt a bit uncomfortable at having, about having somebody else like chatting as them, like their representative or, you know, they, I think they felt like it was pretending to be them. Um, I never worried about having a representative like representing me. Um, but um, your own personal inbox isn't built for that. You know, it's built for, for chatting with your friends. And so when the volume grows, then, you know, you can't chat with hundreds of new people every day because Facebook doesn't, doesn't like it. So then what do you do? You either send messages from your page which is probably like long-term, the most sustainable, scalable solution. But the page can't reach out to people. It can only respond to people who reach out to it. So enter the chat bot, like they'll download a thing and then that starts a message with the page. Or you have team members um, come in and, and chat as themselves. And so, you know, Roxy and Cam and Radu uh, on our team, they've all got a profile that is, yeah, Roxy Black Belt, Radu Black Belt, Cam Black Belt. That way it's separate from their own personal page which is nice for them. It means, you know, they can actually have a real life. And it also means mm -hmm. that if they ever choose to leave, then, you know, the business keeps the, you know, the, the account asset. Um, 
honestly, if you're watching this and you haven't ever sold by chat before, you start on your own. You don't need to worry about somebody else doing it or your page. Just do it yourself. Yeah. Good advice. Um, let's talk about case studies. That was a long answer to a really simple question. I apologize. <laughs> that was a really long answer. But uh, look, there's people wondering. <laughs> um, you, you've you showed it in your content strategy, you know, Wednesdays, let's talk about case studies, let's share them. Um, why do you find, why do you feel case studies need to be an integral, integral part of your marketing? Because you're obviously advocating for them and you're using them like crazy. Yeah, I'm a big fan. I think, um, well, I think because nobody believes testimonials is a big part of it. Um, a testimonial is, my client Bob made a million dollars. I'm like, okay, well, I don't even Bob. I don't even know if Bob's a real person. Um, you know, so they're not believable. Uh, and the thing I love about case studies is they're they're actually useful. You know, they are like a contentimonial. And so, <laughs> if it's useful, then I'll read it. And if it's marketing, I just won't. Um, so, what I like about it is it's a chance to do two things at the same time. It's a chance to teach and a chance to sell in a kind of really kind of interwoven sort of a way. Uh, yeah, I just like them. I mean, they're super easy to write. They're really useful. People love to see what other people just like them are actually doing and what it looks like in the real world. Um, yeah, when I say it, it's marketing and when a client says it or does it, it's true because it's a real person. So that, I think that's why. Um, yeah. And I just like them because you don't have to be all hypey and emotional. They're just like, you know, here's this person. This is their situation. It was hard because of these reasons. Here's the three things they did. Here's a bit about how they did it. Here's the result they got. Would you like some help too? It's, it's easy. <laughs> it's that easy. Uh, yeah. A common, yeah. A common challenge I get or when clients come to me, uh, mm. their question is around, actually getting their clients to agree to, to giving case studies. Um, mm -hmm. Wherever they're too busy, they, they can't jump on a call, whatever it is. Uh, how, how do you sort of address that? I see for yeah. you, yeah, like what, what's kind of your, what's been working for you in terms of collecting case studies consistently? Yeah, so we do something every month in Black Belt, one of our, our coaching programs, where every month we interview a successful client, uh, someone who's, implemented something in a really clever way or someone who's had a really hard time and popped out the other end. And we're doing it because um, they're going to share uh, a transformational story, which inspires all of our clients. So it's amazing from a emotional connection. I'm in the right place. And these guys, this stuff really works point of view, but they're also really cool for our clients, not, not for marketing, but for our clients, because they can see how a real person just like them has taken Taki's words and, and kind of create all the scribbles and turn them into a real thing and they'll get to see the nuance and well, I applied it like this and it's just, it's just really useful. So every month we do one of these interviews and um, I'll show you, let me, let me bring it up here. I'll show you the, the framework we use. Here we go. All right. So this is um, an old worksheet with old fonts, but I still use it almost every, almost every, uh, every month. So we interview a person and it's a, uh, um, by the way, this is Taki's very long, over-explaining way of showing how we get case studies. Is that okay? I'll tell you how we use them in a sec. I'll be quick. Love it. Every month we interview a client. That's the short answer. We interview a client. And uh, it's a three-act play. Frustration. Oops. Uh, 
frustration, what was going on for them, fix what they do about it, future, how does this apply to everybody else who's watching? So it's like, who's the person, you know, this is Bob, he coaches accountants. These are his top three problems. If he didn't fix the problem, here were the impacts. You're both, uh, both business and personal. Uh, framework, what are the three things that they implemented from working with us that have made the biggest difference? Just like a, an overview, a couple of minutes. And then we just dig into the one and the two and the three. And we learn like, we spend like 10 minutes on each one and we learn how they did it. It's super useful. Then what was the results? Absolutely. You know, what was, the, what was the happy ending? Like both business and how did that affect you personally? What have you learned? If there were, so if there were three things you could teach other black belts, what would that be? One, two, three. What are my first steps? You know, do this, then do that, and then do this. And then if there's any kind of other resources that link to this that other clients might find useful. So every month we do one of these interviews. They're super fun. You know, as the coach, you get to, you know, celebrate with a client and hear all about the, the juice that sometimes you miss because people will post this much in a Facebook group, but over an hour, you've got like a lot. Mm -hmm. um, and then those interviews go to our writers and the writers write content from them. So that's the main way we get them. Uh, every month we do like a wins post in our group. Uh, let me see if I can find something here. Give me two secs. Yep. Hope you don't mind the show and tell. I just find it easier to like no. show examples. I love it. Okay. So, all right. So this is the first two that have popped up. It's not the one I was looking for, but it'll, it'll do. So this person, Anna, just joined Black Belt and paid for a Black Belt in whatever it is, a month. Uh, and so there's 21 comments, one of which will be someone on my team saying, congratulations, that's amazing. What are the top two or three things you did? And uh, how has this impacted you and your business? And so that's really, we need a before, uh, like a, here's my problem, here's what I did, here's the result, just to make a good case study story. So every time somebody shares a win, we'll ask. And then if I go, um, Um, hang on one second. Whoops, wrong group. Black belt, January. Sorry, dude. All good. I clearly don't know how to work Facebook, which is. You got too many <laughs> groups. <laughs> I got I got a few groups, dude. Uh, oh, I know where I know where to find it. Here we go. Uh, wins for January. There's two posts. That one's only got a couple. Oh, shit. I can't even find it. Anyway, what every month we say, what are your wins from last month? People will share a yep. whole bunch of wins. And then we just jump in and say, hey, that's amazing. You know, obviously, they're, they're, we're high-fiving every client and making sure they feel very celebrated. And then finding out, so uh, what'd you do? What'd you learn? What problem did it solve for you? And that's kind of case study fodder as well. Yeah. My son is asking me to open a tin. Give me one second. <laughs> what is it? A drink? <laughs> uh, it's actually not. Um, so Ethan has trouble drinking regular water. Have mm -hmm. you ever drunk, drunk something and it goes down the wrong hole and you like yes. pop and splutter? That's Ethan walking across in, in the background. So this thing hey, thickens. Uh, this thing right. thickens. The, the, water. Okay. Yeah. There you go, dude. Um, and so it just makes it a bit more viscous, a bit thicker, and then he can um, he can drink it, no dramas. Oh, cool. Yeah. You're listening to Authentic Influence. 
Learn the tips, strategies, and practices for taking your influence to the next level. Now, back to the show. Now, so, how do you use them, right? So you, you're trying to tell you collect them. That's awesome. Uh, and then yeah. how, where are you using them? Yeah, so the first place that we use them is in our weekly client machine Wednesday posts. So what I might do is just show you like the, the template for it and then I can show you an example or two and you'll see kind of what it looks like in, in action. Uh, if it's useful, uh, one second. Recent, here we go, Wednesday. Hey, oh, my iPad just stopped sharing itself and now it's just sharing the Apple TV, one sec. There we go. There we go. Okay, so this is the this is like the, the script or the outline or the template, I guess, for a Wednesday win. Uh, I like everything to be like systemized and templated, like a little framework so people can just pour in the, the, the names and the content and it comes out pretty good. Yep. Uh, so let me just, uh, yeah, this isn't even mine. This is a client's one because we were working on it together. Uh, here we go. Let's just clear it up. There we are. Okay, so six parts to a simple case study email. And this is pretty light. You'll find it's, it's not super deep kind of content-wise. Um, so the subject line of the email is the result. Hmm. So if, if somebody signed you know, $50,000 worth of business using case studies, that's your subject line. It's like, what's the big outcome? And then the, the email, let's just pretend it's an email. We use the same on all the socials, but the email starts with, hey, I just got a message from a client or I was just chatting with a client or I just saw this in the Facebook group or just wanted to show it. So it's like, how, do, how does this even come up? Name of client who signed seven coaching clients in four minutes. Okay, well, that's, that's cool. Then we go to problem. So there's part three. So, so far, we've got a subject line and a lead sentence. And now we're, you know, when we first met, he was stressed because problem, problem, problem. Yeah? Yep. What did he do? Now, I kind of like it when the things that they did have cool, sexy, proprietary names that people feel like they can only get from us. Mm. So he used the instant appointment system video. What's the instant appointment system? Oh, I don't know, but I want one. Taki's got one. I might <laughs> lean into that, right? Uh, yep. He had them schedule calls with the appointment engine and triage them. So it's basically, what do they do in three steps? Now, this isn't a super juicy case study. It's just enough to like get somebody's attention. Uh, obviously, you can flesh them out with a ton more detail, which we sometimes do from our, our uh, monthly client hot seats. But this is, this is quick and easy. Uh, what's the result? Sign seven clients. With a social post and a three-minute video, total cash collected, 60 grand. Okay, cool. And then it just signs up. Hey, if you'd like some help with this, hit reply with the word brainstorm and let's see if we can make a plan for you. And that's it. It's easy. You could write one of these in three minutes. Fantastic. Yeah, I could see how you'd use that in an email. You can drop that in social. Um, 100%. Yeah. You can do it as uh, each, like, each box is an Instagram st you know, story. Uh, let me just get an actual example and you'll... Um, should be able to see one. One second. Here we go. So these are some like sent ones, right? Let's just go yeah. Phil because he's first. 41,000 pounds to a million dollars a month. Just talk to Phil who's hit a million bucks, a million pounds a month. So just to be super clear, we're just following the exact same formula that we just mapped out. So next box, box three was the problem. When we met three years ago, he was doing 41,000 pounds a month, frustrated because his marketing wasn't pulling. He could only work with 20 clients at a time. By the way, if you work with clients, when they come in, 
on the intake form, collect some details about how it was before because we all forget how bad it was when we started. And then three years later, you can go, hey, Phil, remember this page? And you hold it up and he's like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. <laughs> so uh, he installed the appointment engine, had people booking into his calendar every day, used his authority marketing engines, made him the number one guy in his space, which is amazing. Uh, and he signs clients every, on mass every quarter with a million dollar workshop. He now runs the biggest mastermind in his niche, has all the free time in the world, like literally the dude's working at like two days a month. It's, it's depressing. Uh, and banks a million pounds a month. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like some help growing your coaching business, click here to fill in the survey and let's brainstorm your plan. Or if you'd like some help growing your coaching business, just hit reply, put the word brainstorm in the subject line and let's see if we can make a plan for you. Cool. Fantastic. I mean, I love it because it's so easy. So it makes it, you know, it's like a no brainer for someone to do it. <laughs> and then, yeah. uh, you know, because some people get really caught on, oh, it has to be the perfect copy and it's got to have all these different things. And, you know, just with a simple framework like that, you've kind of sort of dispelled that and gone, hey, just like put in these you know, bullet points and keep it simple. Uh, and then yeah. you've got that nice call to action at the bottom or the, 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 the raising hand just moment. Super, which, just, yeah, yeah, super soft. If you want some help, hit reply. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned our mate, James Ramco, at the start of this conversation. He and I had a podcast together called Sales Marketing Profit. I haven't done it for a few years. But um, every week we would share a case study. So yeah. um, every odd episode, 13579, he was asking me about one of my clients and I was telling their story. Every even, 24681010, I was asking him about his clients. And literally, if you, and nobody's going to bother doing this, but if you did go back and, uh, go back and listen to any of the episodes, you would just find that they were, they, they were this. Because I would literally talk to my client for 10 minutes before the, the live interview for my clients, scribble down notes, come on to sales and marketing profit you know, a few weeks later or a couple of months later or whenever it was, look through my notes and go, huh, that'd be good. And I just tell their story in exactly that order. And so it's kind of a nice structure for extracting it, but also sharing it. 100%. And what I really like is just how you've really made it a routine. Like you've, you've made it, uh, like you've made the it's celebration of success. Yeah. You've, you've made celebrating success a part of the black belt. You've made it a part of just the client journey. They come through and you go, hey, this is what we do. This is just our culture. We like to celebrate when our people win. Um, and then we want oh, to We've actually you. done more than that. We've made it a rule that every win must be celebrated. It's like a rule. Oh, they, it's part of wow, the agreement they sign. In a, yeah, we like look them in the eye in a group onboarding call and we say, this is the rule. There's five things I need from you. One of them is this. Um, and we say, so when you have a win, you put a win in square brackets, type the word win in, in all caps. Tell us what you did so we can give you a high five. Tell us how you did it so everyone else can learn. And so it's like, it's part of culture. Uh, every Friday we have a win the, uh, a, um, a finish it Friday post, which is what are your wins for the week? Uh, and people share them. And so every week there's, I don't care if they're huge. Like if someone makes a million dollars, that's amazing. But when somebody signs their first client, that's just as amazing. That's huge. Um, yeah. 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 Where did this come from? Like, where did you, like, you just have these different elements to how you've structured, you know, your world. Uh, yeah. Where did you first kind the of dumbest experience? place. <laughs> Can I tell you honestly where it happened? We, um, yeah, man. So I never used to have any of these like frameworks. And then uh, I decided to run our first ever workshop. I was like, okay, well, if we're going to run a workshop for our clients, we need a workbook, okay? We need a workbook, we need worksheets. And worksheets are all about boxes. 
<laughs> right? So all I do is I just, just get a pen and paper and um, I see if I've got a blank page. I don't. Hang on. One second. Oh, it doesn't really matter. I just get a, like a blank sheet of paper and I'd mind map out like what would, what does a good case study look like? Well, I need, I need to know a bit about them. So I just do that as an arm. And then, it's sort of, then we need to know what their problem was and how they felt about it. So it really kind of like marinates in the, in the badness because that'll make people believe the transformation even more. And then yeah. like, let's find out what they did. And so I just like, so just make a like, brain dump list of all of the pieces. And then I just like shuffle them into the right order and then work out, is that like four steps? Well, that's a quadrant model in a workbook. Is it six? Well, that's probably like a line here and two lines here and that's six. Or is it nine? Well, that's a three by three. And so you just, eventually you just realize there's only like half a dozen different like page layouts. But it all, I mean, it's a, we're great at it now, but it all started with got to run a workbook, uh, a workshop, need a workbook, need worksheets. I'm going to need some boxes. And that's how it all happened. <laughs> Love you, honestly, mate. <laughs> that's where it's at. All right, we're yeah. going to wrap up. I appreciate just how much yeah. you, you know you shared today. It's been epic. Um, I'm curious about uh, so a common course, question. Man, by the way, I, yeah. I know that you're launching a, sorry, dude. I don't it. know everything that kind of goes on in your business behind this show, but I know that case studies are a part of it. And 100%. I'm a massive fan of, of case studies and a big fan of yours. And so if you've got a thing to sell that helps people with case studies, they should probably do it. That's what I'm saying. A million percent. Yep. And uh, we'll definitely have something uh, uh, all about case studies coming. There'll be a link. Real... Yes, there Somewhere. will be a link. Yeah. Yes. Amazing. Uh, I'm writing a book about it. We're going to talk. We're going to have Taki in there somewhere. Yeah, man. Um, This is this interview will actually be part of that that book. So uh, I'll let you know when it's all coming down. Yeah. yeah, Uh, That's right. Yeah. Now talking about books, is there any sort of you talked about? I think you mentioned Dan Kennedy earlier. That's he's been one of your mentors, and and you know he he has a ton of great stuff out there. Um, Are there any books or podcasts or resources that you think is an essential Mm. piece for for any marketer listening to this right now? Yeah. Um, how about an oldie and a newie? Yeah. Oldie first. Uh, this is the book that got me started. It's, it's just, it's an amazing book around marketing. Uh, it's called, it's by a guy called Jay Abraham. It's like an old school, amazing market. It's called Getting Everything You Can Out of All You've Got. It's just a really good foundation for about 21 different strategies to like outthink and outmaneuver competition. It's amazing. It's uh, a lot of my thinking today comes from that book. So that'd be the oldie mm-hmm. and, and it's amazing. You should totally read it. Uh, the second book is from a friend of mine and it's much more recent. Uh, it's called hundred million dollar offers by a mate of mine called Alex Hormozy. And it's just the best book on creating a great offer It's super, super good. Um, kind of an offer that sells itself. So there'd be two. If you're a coach, uh, my book, Million Dollar Coach, will help you a ton. If you're not a coach, it's going to be useless. Just skip it. Uh, well, I recommend it. Anyway, if you, if you want to, yeah, definitely 100%. Uh, MillionDollarCoach.com. You can go check out Taki's work. Oh, and you. Yep, connect with him on there. And also the books on Amazon and all your favorite places. So uh, I've definitely read it. I remember how I remember, I'm learning from Taki and how, how you actually did the, the book. Books are, you, can go, you can buy it off Amazon or you could actually download it straight off that page for free. There you go. Easy. Easy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, but I just remember just how you, you did it because you don't like to write. You didn't want to write a, a book. <laughs> so you, the way I you did it was very smart, right? Do you want to tell so people much. how you did that? Yeah, totally. So I wanted to write, I wanted to, 
I didn't want to write a book. I wanted to have a book. And uh, so I was like, oh, dude, I thought about it for a bit and then just put it off. And then one of my clients, Rob Cosberg, uh, kind of ghostwrites book for people. And he's like, like, I helped him. We took his sales process from like 20% conversion to, you know, much, like a lot more. And he's got an amazing business and I, I can't take credit at all. Rob's a really smart guy. But anyway, it helped him a lot. Uh, you know, hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars of extra money. And uh, he was like, uh, just to say thanks, could I write a book for you as a gift? I'm like, that'd be awesome. So now it's a, gone from an idea to a thing. So we get all started and he's like, okay, so the next step is for you to talk to the ghostwriter. I'm like, okay. So it's like the day before, no, but like a, couple, a few days before. And I said, hey, so Rob, how does, this, how does this work? Does he like interview me? Or he goes, no, no, it's more like a presentation, like TED Talk style. You just like deliver each chapter. That feels weird, like presenting to one dude who I don't who I don't know. Could I invite some friends? He's like, "What do you mean?" I'm like, "So I just sent an email to my audience and just said, hey, got to write this book. Uh, there's three big sections: going to attract, convert, deliver. I hate writing. I feel awkward about like talking to this one person, my ghostwriter. I'll make you a trade. If you come and be part of my audience, um, you promise to interact well. You can get all of the stuff before it goes into the book." And I'll feel better because it's like a trade, right? Mm -hmm. And um, anyway, so that's what we did. We did three webinars, one on a track, one on convert, one on deliver, recorded the whole thing and sent the recordings and the slides and the, I've got like a, a thing called a book builder. It's another framework for how to outline a book. And uh, yeah, that, so that got turned into a, a book and it's, it's a great book, but I didn't write a single word. I just said all the words. <laughs> you literally spoke it into existence. That's gold, man. Um, well, somebody else, I mean, I didn't manifest it. Like there was uh, months of hard work after the words came out of my mouth. I wasn't like in the lotus position or whatever. <laughs> All good. And again, milliondollarcoach.com, everyone, go and check that out. Grab the book. Uh, and then if you are definitely want to join the coach, uh, the, the, the group, it's the Business Coach Dojo on Facebook. Um, that's the, uh, yep. would you say that's the best place to go, Taki? Yeah, if you want to get a copy of the book, um, takisbook.com. Oh, there you go. You got all the domains, mate. All the domains. Um, yeah, yeah, there's some funny domains as well. We won't talk about them right now. Not while we're recording or else my <laughs> Zoom will blow up with people popping in to check it out. Um, yeah, Taki's book or Taki's group. Um, we'll get you the, the group and the book. I think it'll be fine. Love it. All right, man. So let's wrap it up. Now you set ambitious goals last year. You, I uh, just wanted to close off with, um, I think last year you set, what was it? The goal was to achieve, or was it last year or the year before you wanted to help a hundred coaches uh, crack a million dollars. Uh, was that right? Um, Almost. Yeah. yeah. Close to. So the, um, every year we go through a process like you're supposed to, where you set your goals for the year ahead. And honestly, I always felt they were a bit bullshit. Like you'd, you'd set the goal because you're supposed to and you're meant to get all excited and inspired by it, but I never did. I was like, okay, well, I've done that. And it felt like about as emotional as like tying your shoelaces. Like I was like, okay. Um, and then uh, I read some stuff by Alex Sharfen and he was talking about his like strategic planning process. And, and one of the questions in it was, what's the one number that if you hit it, um, I can't remember the words, but like what one number that if you hit it, everything else would be, easier or it's like the, the number that would make you successful or, or whatever it was. And so I was thinking about this a little bit. It's like, because most people would count like number of clients or, or amount of money and the number of clients is, is kind of interesting. Money is, you know, we've got enough. 
Um, so I was like, if we could get 50 coaches to a million dollars a year, like that's the one thing that would just change everything. Uh, because like, mm. hey, it's an amazing thing to do. It would show that the stuff actually works. It would mean that all of the blood, sweat and tears we put in over the course of the year actually turned into an outcome. And, you know, financial byproduct, marketing gets really easy. Sales gets really easy when you just said, hey, you know, we've got 50 people to a million dollars a year. Do you want to be next? Um, yeah. So we worked out ass off, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> Like the whole team just like frothing about this. And we just like triple committed. We were so excited about it. We worked our butts off. And at the November event, like a month ago, we're at like, I'm going to butcher the numbers, but let's call it like 32 people or something. It was mm -hmm. great, but it's, it's nowhere near. Anyway, so we're coming into the last week of December, last week of our work week. It was like the 15th or something. And uh, we're like 42 and then it crept up. And like over the course of the week, they just kept coming in. And the, the second last day of the year, we got to 49. <laughs> and I was just emotionally spent. So I'm, I walked down the beach and I shot this Facebook Live video called, and the title was, We Tried and I Failed. I remember so that like, one. You know, this is the goal. I really cared about it a lot. And we, and we didn't hit it. And, and I was just like, yeah, really proud of what we did. And like a, a friend said, oh, don't worry, Taki. It's a better story. We'll come back harder next year. Or Anyway, I was just like gutted. And the next morning, I'm sitting on the toilet <laughs> on Facebook like an idiot <laughs> on my phone. And I get this message from Sylvie McCracken, one of our clients. And she goes, hey, Taki, guess what? I'm like, what? Obviously, she didn't know I was on the toilet because that would have been gross. Um, <laughs> she goes, I just talked to the accountant. We hit a million bucks this year. And I was like, fuck. Do you know what this means? And she goes, am I number 50? I'm like, yeah. And I just burst out in tears on the toilet. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I think like, Impact, impact goals sometimes can be more useful than income goals. Although, they're, I mean, they're both super valid. It's whatever floats your boat, you know? But that really yeah. lights us up. Dude, I got goosebumps just hearing that story because, I, yeah, it's just, it, it comes back to why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah, me um, too, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. It. Like, uh, selling stuff is easy. Helping people is really juicy. Like, we talk about money meaning freedom as like the sweets, is the, you know, the, the trifecta. If it's money and freedom, it's cool, but like, you haven't, contributed anything and i think if you can do all three you're doing, just doing a pretty tremendous job beautiful all right final question for you um what's one thing that you do yep. for your mental health? what's one thing that you do for your mental health oh uh dude i do i do quite a bit um i get in the water every day um minimum it's the pool but it's almost always the ocean um, even if it's just for a couple of minutes. Uh, I'll tell you one that most people don't know about me that, that I do for my mental health every day is I nap like an absolute champion. Uh, right. You know when you're at school and you're like, you've got an assignment coming up and you pull an all-nighter and it's really hard? Yep. I think about that when I don't take a nap, like taking, pulling an all-dayer. It's like, oh, I pulled an all-dayer today. I didn't have a nap. <laughs> Is that at midday? Have you got a favorite time to do that or just when you feel like it? Uh, it's usually between two and four. I'm getting a bit old, man. So between two and four, I start to flake a little bit. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I almost yeah. had a nap before we got on today, but we went to the pet shop and got some supplies for the two new puppies that arrive on Sunday. And, um, you know, it's either I can have a nap or I can be a good dad. So we, we got the puppy stuff, didn't we? <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think you're gonna have puppies knocking on your, you know, on your lap when you're trying to have naps now. But uh, that's exciting, dude. Like that's cool. Probably. What kind of what breed? What breed? It's really, it's really cool. 
Uh, two border collies, uh, two brown border collies, a boy and a girl, brother and sister called Lenny and Leroy. <laughs> Lenny and Leroy. Kids, Fantastic. Kids named them. Lenny and yeah, yeah Leroy. They, they're cute puppies. Leroy. They come home, what's today? Thursday. So they come home in two more sleeps, three more sleeps. Kids are all very yeah. excited. Oh my gosh, I'd imagine. I remember getting my first three puppies, man. I, I was just in the garage the whole time. <laughs> I wouldn't leave them. <laughs> Oh, uh, man. It's so, yeah. yeah, it's so cool. It's so cool. All right. Hey, everyone. This has been really fun. Dude, lovely lovely to hang out. Yep. Million Dollar Coach. Check it out. And uh, we'll do all the show notes and the links and everything else. Taki, thanks so much, man, my man. And wishing you the best of 2022. And uh, we'll be chatting real soon. Cheers, brother. Yeah, dude. As soon as this case study service is up, you need to hit me up. Done. Okay. See you, everyone. I don't even know what it is yet, but I already won. Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there. And also, if you are a conscious entrepreneur, got a professional services business, working B2B, uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up, serving others, and being real, then I invite you to join my Authentic Influence Warriors Facebook group. Uh, If you want to do that, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community. Okay, thanks for joining in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Authentic Influence Podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co. 